for a little favor, if I may. Tell me. I don't mean to be forward or rude. Please don't take me that way. I don't even think you'll agree to do what I want. Uh-huh. Oh, don't worry. Uh, go on. Just try me. Well, I'd like you to design a beautiful wedding dress just for me. I mean, for free. Uh-huh. Oh. You do think I'm rude now, don't you? No. Well, maybe a bit, yes. Oh, but I'm not rude. I told you not to take me that way. Forget it. I knew you wouldn't say yes anyway. Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about it. Might notice a little change in that Wait, intro. <laughs> I thought we'd love it so much and why we'd love it so much. Uh, you know, it's been a while since that has, has been accurate, I think, but it is especially inaccurate this week uh, because we are watching episode 140 of Sailor Moon S. We love fashion. The Stylish Guardians, uh, which is also known as Love Those Minis, The Stylish Guardians, which I thought was a pretty good title. Uh, that's That might be the end of the good stuff Aww. in this one, now that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, to help us out in talking about this, we have invited back a very special friend from last week. Leah Williams is here. Leah, Hi. how are you today? I, I'm great. How are you guys? Good. Uh, doing okay. Yeah. Definitely enjoyed the last week. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you wink? You got something in your eye, Chris. Wink. Uh, we talked all about your history with Sailor Moon last week. Uh, mm -hmm. So if anybody wants to hear that, they can go back and and catch up with last week's episode. But uh, do you have any recent Sailor Moon developments in your life? Recent Sailor Moon developments, like over the past week? Uh, I mean, if you, if you, you have recent, one. however you want to. <laughs> Okay, so however recent, I just got, I actually really did just get a Chibiuse, um dress. It, it's like, it, it has the, the uniform, the Chibi uniform printed onto the dress, so it looks like the full Sailor Scout outfit. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's unlicensed, like $10 on Amazon. The seller doesn't exist anymore, but I love it. It's great. <laughs> Jordan, do we have any Sailor Moon developments I, of late? So... Uh, as you were mentioned on the on the chibi show a couple of uh, weeks ago, I was just at C two E two, and in fact, uh, Lee and I met in person at C two E two for the first time, which was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, I should mention the first time we ever met. What was the first thing I said to you? The first thing you ever said to me was you complimented me on my Sailor Moon necklace, yep. and I was like, okay, this guy's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew that already oh, because thank you, thank yeah, you, thank you're you. Jordan, you're Jordan, but um, that that confirmed it. I did see some other Sailor Moon stuff there. I bought my wife a pair of Sailor Moon earrings. They are earrings with the moon stick, the moon stick on them. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. pretty great. Speaking of the moon stick also, I I was kind of surprised. You know how you go to Comic-Cons and there are like the weapons booths? Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want to hear me talk about that, uh, we the, our Warrock and Ajax episode live from uh, NC Comic-Con Oak City 
where we had Teeny Howard on it was like 15 minutes of me talking about dudes who sell knives at cons. <laughs> well, at multiple weapons booths, I saw replica moon sticks. I don't think they're the, the, the ones that like the, the, the licensed ones. It was like, they seem to be made out of, if not metal, then they're very heavy plastic. And they had like a crystal ball for the, you know, crystal. Hmm. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised by that. Lots of Sailor Moon cosplay, as always. There were some great ones, yeah. Oh, somebody shared a shared a picture of a of a of a Sailor Moon crossplay that was there. I I didn't see it in yeah. person, but it was pretty dra- pretty great. Yeah, it was Jen Bartell. She saw a group of gender bent Sailor Scouts and snapped a quick pic. Bless her for it, because it's it's great. It was a really great group cosplay. Now, do you ever get uh, Jordan any any Sailor Moon like cosplayers? Like recognizing you by voice? No. At cons? I was recognized at this con by Kel. Yes. Kel who's been on the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so we had never met. And so uh, she flagged me down and was like, are you Jordan Wayne? And I was like, yeah. And that was pretty neat. But uh, no, typically, unfortunately, Sailor Moon cosplayers do not recognize me. I wish they did. It has only ever happened to me once that I've been recognized by voice by someone who listens to the show. And it was in line to see the Sailor Moon R movie <laughs> in Raleigh. So... <laughs> Uh, that, that I think is a given, like that's, that's the gimme for being recognized, uh, by a hardcore Sailor Moon fan. Oh, did we miss the Sailor Moon in theaters thing? Wait, was there, oh, the, the musical? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I think it did show in Raleigh, but I couldn't, like, I, I actually, I'm sure I heard about it beforehand, but I did not remember it was happening until the day it was happening. Oh no. So, unfortunately, I did not get to see the musical. Although, honestly, our experience with the musicals has not been great. Everybody assures me the new ones are way better. Okay. I I mean, look, I'm sure they are. I I would like to watch them, but maybe we're going to get like a like a U.S. uh, like Blu-ray or or home video release. I would love to see it if those are the case. That would be cool. Um, So, yeah, no other new uh, Sailor Moon developments for me. Um, I am going to be doing a podcast festival in May, uh, but not for this podcast, unfortunately. Where is it? Uh uh columbus ohio cool so if anybody wants to come see me uh then by all means i think it's i think it's may 10th which that uh matt and i are doing war rocket ajax cool live there's gonna be a, a couple mcelroys there so if you like podcasts there's other reasons <laughs> other non-chris and matt reasons but yeah uh i guess that's it i guess we can just go ahead and get on into this episode or not do you guys want to talk about anything else besides sailor moon like for the next hour uh, let's talk about X-Men again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, X-Men are pretty cool. Man. I mean, I am always ready to talk about X-Men in, <laughs> Boy, in addition to Sailor Moon. The Dark Phoenix. <laughs> oh, that sounds familiar. It's great. Yeah. How about how about the Shadow King? Don't like him. He's fat. I mean, well, well, I mean, one of his bodies is. I, I guess most most of his bodies are once he's done with them. Um, karma, yes. like when he possesses karma. Like, That's oh, I love this idea that Shadow King is. It's really just a very elaborate weight loss scheme. Like he's like, oh god, I'm too fat. I need to get to a thinner body and start over. And just eat everything I want again. He's not a, <laughs> the Shadow King. Is not a hefty on the uh, the TV show though on Legion. Yes, he is. Is he? I thought he was in in the guy who I don't think is Jermaine Clement, but looks like him. Okay, so you didn't watch? Oh, are you talking about the new show or the? The new season or the old season? Yeah, the Legion. Legion. No, no. Season one or two? Look, Aiden watched it. I was okay. in the room. Because, yeah, season one is what I watched. I haven't watched season two yet. And let me show you what he looks like. Maybe I should go back and watch it. Aiden said she wanted to go back and watch the whole thing yeah. with me since I was Here, actually paying attention. Look in the chat. To the this is what the Shadow King looks like. 
Okay. All right, let's see this. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a little chubby. <laughs> that looks like a that's, that's like really like Legion again. I did not pay like a super a lot of attention to it, but it like looks really cool. It's a neat show. It's a really neat show. Like it, like that looks like a Bill Sinkevich drawing. Yeah. In, in he looks the, a little like Mojo. Dimension. Here. Does look a little like Mojo. You guys like Mojo? Hell yeah. Who doesn't uh, like Mojo? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. What? Why not? Why? I I think okay. Honestly, I think it's because I think Mojo has really only worked well on the uh, animated series because the animated series is the medium to which Mojo is applied. Like Mojo is not a commentary on comics. He's a commentary on television, which means that he doesn't work as well as you want him to in comics because it's not the medium he's commenting on. But at the same time, I feel like that's exactly what does make him work, especially now, especially like when it's kind of past his purported heyday when he's so gross and so fixated on one specific medium from an alternate universe. Like he's foul. He's disgusting. And part of what makes him that way is like his flirtation with obsolescence. I I will defend Mojo. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I don't think you're wrong. It just like, and I think that's a re- really interesting way to look at it that I had not considered. Uh, hey, it's I don't want to talk about this episode, again. by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch this one again. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Why don't we do something? I like this episode, by the way. What? It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. look. Uh, all right. Now we got to do it. Now we got to do I, it. I hope we can still be friends. We are watching Love Those Mini... No, that's the other title. We are watching We Love Fashion, The Stylish Guardians. Jordan. Yes. Did... Chris. question. Did this air... Yes. ...under Cloverway? Yes, it did. That's pretty surprising by itself, actually. But, Chris, you get ready to be even more surprised. Okay. I think the title they gave it is fucking great. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see... Um, give me a hint. Uh, I it uh, it's it's like an incredibly good pun, <laughs> um, and it has to do with fashion. Hmm. What is fashion concerning? Clothes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You did it. Nailed it in one. Uh, clothes encounters. You're so close, Chris. <laughs> You're so close. Cutting it clothes. No, that that's too much. Like last one. But it closes the first word, and you almost had it. It's just one more word. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm too in my own head now. Too much pressure. Close call. Close call is pretty good, actually. Good job. Yeah. I was hoping it was going to be clothes encounter of the perv kind. <laughs> That's a good name for this episode. <laughs> for sure. Oh, you mean the sailor business episode? Yeah, it is. You're absolutely right. It is that we should write that down. Uh, good, good job to Clover <laughs> Way for for that. This is uh, episode 140. It was written by Genki Yoshimura. Uh, the director was Junichi Sato, and the animation director was Mari Tominaga. It originally aired on July 1st, 1995. Now, Chris, if we could uh, hold on just a second, I have a question. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? between the director and the animation director? It's an excellent question. 
Let's, you know what? Let's ask Dr. Google. <laughs> between director and animation director. Animation director oversees the film's broad vision, its style, its tone, its color palette. Animation directors, maybe, maybe animation directors are like more focused on like specific animation and the director mm. like is, is more like, if you guys know, write into us at Sailor yeah. Business Podcast. I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure Shannon knows. Yes, we should ask Shannon Maynard. Yes, Shannon. Who is... But I, it's it's still it's still in the AM hours, so maybe later. We'll get okay. an answer for everybody. Cool. So let's see. What do we need to know about this episode? Anything else? Nope. All right. <laughs> then what did we learn? Uh, I learned. No, no, no. We have to watch the episode. <laughs> we have to go through the whole episode, Chris. So this episode begins at a Chris. It should be your favorite episode. It's all about fashion. You love to do fashion corner. I do love to do fashion corner. And hey, someone lied to us. What? Because we see Umino in this episode. What? I didn't crowd. see him. Oh no! Wait, that's not Umino. That's somebody else with weird spiral glasses. You're getting me all worked up. Oh, I thought it was Umino. Okay, no one lied to us. I apologize. I jumped the gun. I was a little too accusatory. You were just real hype about Amino. Just real excited. So here's a thing. First thing I want to mention. So two two things. One is we're at a fashion show. Uh, it's funny to me because all the models get to be drawn slightly more like a, a Sailor Moon manga character because they're all a little taller and thinner. Yeah, they're like 80% leg. <laughs> but here's my question. Why is it at this fashion show that all of the Sailor Scouts need to bend over at the waist to look at it. <laughs> well, I think they're just leaning over, they're like leaning over the velvet rope, right? Yeah, but what? But you could just uh, like Ami is standing up like a normal person. Yusaki is like down on her, sitting on the ground because she's lazy, I guess. But the other three Scouts are, are full ninety degree bent over for no reason. <laughs> that. Yeah, well, okay, wait, here, maybe it is because they are right at the front of the crowd and they're being conscientious of the people behind them because maybe they're kind of Amazon-like, some of them, especially <laughs> Jupiter. So she would crouch to, <laughs> to give people behind her a, a better view so she wouldn't, you know, block their oh, view. Yeah, we forgot to ask you how tall you were when you told us that you liked Taylor Jupiter. <laughs> She's she's taller than me. I'm oh, I'm five she's... six and a half. Wait, how how tall? I'm five six and a half. No, you're half an you, inch taller than you. Than taller than no, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I refuse to believe <laughs> that she is five six. Look at her. She is <laughs> at least five ten, and nobody is ever going to convince me otherwise. Not even the official Wikipedia page. <laughs> Yeah, here's not the even the creator of the show. <laughs> we we only ever see her in the context of a main character who is canonically four eleven. <laughs> She's not even five feet tall. See, I think of Usagi as like around my height. Yeah, well, sure, because that's that's what she kind of looks like. But yeah, no. like a like a normal human. Yeah. No. Wow, <laughs> you just you just <laughs> Sorry, I'm, dissed I'm all of Japan. No, 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 no. Like I'm, I'm. It's not that. It's it's just I that know, I, I really want Jupiter to be taller than me. <laughs> yeah, she feels like she. I mean, I. She feels like she'd be taller than me. She she looks. We th- like you said. We think of her as an Amazon. It's just that yeah. she's an Amazon who I would look down to. Apparently, I would always look up to Jupiter. Oh. <laughs> 
So uh, this fashion show, I gotta say, you know, you talked about how they look more like uh, Naoko Takeuchi drawings. Maybe I should have gotten Naoko Takeuchi to do some of these drawings because these outfits are garbage. What? What? No, they're great. They're fantastic. The, okay. the, the pink thing with the flower and the like clear panel sleeves. It's great. You you liked that one? I'm not. I can't say I'm a fan of that one. Well, like this is why I love this episode. Like the fashion, it's it's a visual feast. The thing with the the eye on it, little little bit of symbolism there, <laughs> and it had like a bear paw. Yep, yep. The 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 dresses, the gowns in this scene aren't terrible, but like the one that we get at the end where Sagi's like, oh, is that my wedding? If that one is really bad. Let me, <laughs> Let me see them. What do I know? Let me see. I mean, like they're all they're all they're all like high fashion in that very impractical sense. Like they're all a little ridiculous. Like that like, black and yellow thing could be in an X X Men uniform. Sure, that's that's true. Also, relatively impractical X Men uniform. <laughs> Speaking uniforms. of impractical. <laughs> So all of these these gowns were designed by fashion designer Yoshiki Usui. Uh, and not only are his dresses cute, he is also cute. Can we talk about, let's talk about him for a moment. He has a different shaped face than anyone else out in the show. He's got a big chin, it's strong a, chin. It's unusual, yeah. I mean, again, we talk a lot, we, we joke a lot about how they talk about how be- good looking people are and they look exactly the same as every other character. Um this guy does not. This guy does not look like every other good-looking boy on the show. Uh, yeah, his face is a different shape, uh, which is yeah. surprised me. And he has cool hair. He's got. Like I, kind I of was a... just about to say he's got dreamboat hair. It's like pointy, but looks soft. Yeah. And again, the scouts are bent over, full, full fully at the waist to look at him. <laughs> I don't understand it. How do you look at things, Jordan? Do you just like stand upright, like some kind of weirdo, yeah, some I, kind of nerd? I know it's an episode. Some kind of nerd standing up to look at things. Like sometimes I slouch a little, but not full over. Only <laughs> mm, a you thing to me. I, all right, so here's the wedding dress. So then, oh, so he does a weird thing. He comes out to bow first and then premieres the last dress by like bringing her out and then like holding hands with her is a little strange um, yeah oh geez this this girl this they they amped up the cleavage for this girl a lot yes i like this dress i i think it's cool i don't they, wait, chris you don't you don't like this well they amped up the cleavage and then put a golden snitch right in the middle of it <laughs> that's why i like it it looks awesome that like sleeve chest piece whatever thing it looks like Wings, you know yeah. the way you draw yeah seagulls when you're a kid <laughs> and you know i am their target demographic here like they would be wanting to appeal to little girls so i, mean, look, I have dress. no choice but to defer to you on this like you, you are more correct than i am you also, well, you're, especially because you you have anime hair right now i i do have blue blue hair yeah so perfect. blue hair looking up to Jupiter. <laughs> you seem like a bit of an Ami Mizuno to me, Leah. Really? That's what she said. Mm. She's like, she said she's Ami crossed with uh, Usagi. So perfect. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm the worst qualities of of both. <laughs> like I don't have their their nobility or or honor, but I got the bad stuff. So the the 
the fashion show ends and uh, he runs uh, happily off stage. I, I, I literally almost said runs gaily off stage and I meant happily. So I switched it at the last second, though, because we'll talk about that later. Good catch. <laughs> and then you said it. So I, I, not such a good I catch. This, well, I, it, 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 again, for the sake of transparency. But I wasn't saying it again. I wasn't saying it in a in a disparaging way i literally meant happily yes um C- continue so but he's sad but yeah, as soon as he gets off stage oh his heart sinks it's very sad but no time to talk about that we cut to a cd bar yeah yep, we're back in the century club and uh fish eye uh, has bought one of his outfits I'm not well, and, and before we even get to that everything about this is bad because <laughs> Hawkeye, Hawk's Eye and Tiger's Eye are hanging out, and uh, Tiger's Eye is like, someone put a picture of a dude in here. <laughs> and he picks it up like it's a, like it's a rotten banana. He's like, dudes. <laughs> yep. Gross. Yep. Which, that's not great. And then, uh, then we get uh, Fish's Eye showing up. Uh, he has purchased one of... Uh, yashiki's designs mm-hmm. which is for like a i guess it's like a it's kind of a romper yeah right yeah yeah very short i mean it's cute very short it's cute it is the cutest thing that that i've seen of his designs honestly <laughs> this could this could be 2018 fashion i think oh for sure Fisheye recognizes him immediately, obviously, because, ha- again, the show runs on coincidences. It's the guy whose show she just went to. He, he yeah. just went to. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, once again, we should note, uh, Fisheye, for obvious reasons, was portrayed as a uh, a female character in the original Cloverway dub, which is what Jordan imprinted on like a baby yes. bird. Uh, so that is that is the pronoun confusion. I apologize. Now, Fisheye actually very specifically says, and apparently this is the only time he says this, this time I'm going to go as a beautiful man instead of going as yeah. a woman, yeah. like, he no- like he normally does. But don't worry, uh, he's still going to be deceptive <laughs> and like manipulative and controlling and, and weird about it. Uh, so if you were worried that we wouldn't be getting a stereotypical portrayal in this episode, they, don't worry. Sailor Moon uh, Supers has you covered. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, a, uh, a horse is sexting with a little girl. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows a horse girl. <laughs> you up? <laughs> um, he's just so creepy. So this this is a scene where Pegasus calls up. Oh, I'm sorry. First, I I, I missed a line uh, during the 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 photo looking line when he goes, "Ew, it's a dude." He, uh, Mm-hmm. Tiger's Eye says, someone should make a law against guys having beautiful dreams. Yeah. Classic. I I didn't, like, that is kind of a fun line. <laughs> I will admit, that's kind of a fun line. So anyway, Pegasus is calling up uh, Chibi. Chibi's uh, fantasizing about the wedding dress. She's drawing, is it the same wedding dress? No, she's drawing her own wedding dress uh, of, with a blushing bride. Uh, a, a blushing Naru, by the way. It looks it looks like a drawing of Naru. Chris, not all redheads are the same. Look, look at the hair. That's Naru hair. You are you one of those people who thought Hope was Jean Grey? Come on. <laughs> Wait, is the bride that she's drawing? Do you remember when I can't remember what episode it was, but it was this season. She was talking about growing up and becoming a spinster, and she imagined <laughs> a far off future of like uh, watching uh, her fictional self. Or, or fictional daughter self get married. 
is it the same bride? Oh, I don't know. Right I know the scene, but I just remember uh, gray-haired Chibiusa sitting under her blanket uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. watching television. That's all I remember, too. We'd have because to I thought the hair looked similar. Huh. Pegasus sees that she's drawing a wedding dress and immediately gets super jealous. Yeah. <laughs> he starts being like, who are you going to who you going to be standing next to with that wedding dress, huh? Uh, I noticed you're not uh I noticed there's no like horse tuxedo drawn. Which is which is kind of weird like you might have forgotten. <laughs> and Chibi's like, "Oh, right. Like there has to be a guy involved if I'm going to get married. I forgot about not that." Necessarily. Well, no, they're talking about a groom. I guess you could have a groom is not a guy. You're right. I'm sorry. Because he's a horse. Oh, he's going to groom him? (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. So Chibi's like, you think I'm ever going to meet the right man? And Pegasus is like, yes, I do. I do think you're going to meet the right man. (laughs) Horse. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, this is where that other topic comes up. Uh, we find out what's going on with our fashion designer friend. He is very upset because he is not inspired. Like he's just super not into designing fashion anymore. Um, he's like, and he starts yelling at his assistant who immediately starts massaging him and going boyfriend. Yeah. His boyfriend. It's I, like pretty. Yes. Like, like the, yeah, the show- but with that top though, they left it a little ambiguous. <laughs> In the show, he calls him his assistant. But yes, he does start massaging him, and he's like, oh, that feels nice. And I was like, and then it cuts, and I'm like, they had sex. Yeah, yeah. 100%. It is, like, even without that, it is very subtextual that uh, that this is supposed to be his boyfriend. Yes. Oh, agree. Yeah. So, to be, so again, to be fair to this story, there there is a positive, if sub- subtextual, portrayal of a queer character. Which yeah, is yeah. which is something to grab onto um, in these dark times. In the dub, that's his brother. Brothers, brothers, fun times. You know when like your brother and you start like massaging each other. Anyway, mm, like you <laughs> do. So, yeah. um, sounds, sounds legit to me. <laughs> I don't know. So we cut to uh, the next day. He's still depressed. Now he's out at a cafe and he's just, uh, he's fucking. This scene's actually really fun because we've never seen like a character act like this before. Depressed? Well, in this very kind of specific, like with the the animation that he has of like leaning backwards over the chair. (laughs) Like just, you know, this part of the episode I kind of like. And uh, he sees Fish Eye walk by and is like, it's like a fucking lightning bolt hits him he's like oh my god you are my muse i need to make fashion for you and fish eyes like me a dude and and he's like yeah yeah even yeah a dude fashion for women can totally be like uh what is the word he uses uh transcends gender yeah he says that that fish uh fish eye transcends gender yes which is I, again, that's true it's interesting uh, I, I don't think Fish Eye is a great portrayal, but like at this point, I was watching this episode being like, okay, well, maybe this isn't going to be so bad. Maybe, maybe, maybe Sailor Moon has learned from its past mistakes. See, I I was much more forgiving in my initial interpretation of Fish Eye because I was like, oh, they're non-binary, like they're intersex. They they choose. They probably you know some days feel more like a woman and other days feel more like a man. I think that's a, I like I think if that is generous. If Fish Eye, <laughs> well, if, if Fish Eye was like going to be like reintroduced 
today like i again we haven't watched crystal so i don't know if it is it, it, if uh this plot line plays out well, no, on that show again i think they're barely in the the original manga so. yeah because they're, they're they're not really in the manga they're like monsters of the week in the manga yeah. right and crystal follows that i think that would be the only way to play fisheye oh, totally but i think totally. you still run into a lot of the problematic aspects of like fisheye being so rooted in deception and disguise and oh oh yeah absolutely you know? But, you know, like, I don't I don't think you can't do it. Like, I don't think you can't have Fisheye as a character, but I think he's he's in need of serious retooling. So, yeah, yeah. So Fisheye agrees to be this guy's muse and uh, cut to the first scene of naked Fisheye in this episode, <laughs> which was kind of surprising. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll cop to being pretty surprised by it, honestly. And this one is just they're measuring Fisheye for for stuff and 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 it tickles and so Fisheye's being kind of silly and oh ha 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 and, but then they stick Fisheye with a needle and he starts like yelling at them and that's where we start getting the hint that this is not going to go well. Yeah. Um, so Fisheye like sweeps off the the cloth that they're they're draping around him uh-huh. and kind of surprisingly just hanging out in, in some tiny shorts. <laughs> and so we get we get an extended scene of fisheye topless with like nipples drawn in and everything, which is pretty scandalous. Now, Chris, I know what you're thinking. Yes, you're thinking how did they do this in the dub? How did how did uh, the original Cloverway from J Cloverway handle this? Now, I I don't know if uh, if you want to do this, but I actually have a YouTube video of this scene. In the dub, in the, the original dub, if you'd like to see it. So this this scene is in yeah, like they didn't just cut out this scene. No. It's in because it. again, now first of all, in the dub, as we've established, Fisheye is a woman. Fisheye is not a, a guy pretending to be anything. Fisheye is just straight up a lady. So when Fisheye shows up on the on the street in the dub, she's like, "Yeah, I'll be I'll be a model." Yeah, and I'm sure she's like, <laughs> "Oh, what me? I couldn't." Oh, but yeah, sure, why not? Okay. I, I'm curious. Go ahead. Yeah. Right, let's so see. Here it is. Would you please reconsider and stay with us? <gasps> I'll stay for Usui. Good. You know if you leave that he'll... Excuse me, everybody. Huh? I've got a few designs here that I'd like you to take a look at. Oh, so they just cut around it. Sure. Something's but, missing. Uh, well, but keep I... watching. Who do you think you are? <gasps> What's your problem, you jealous joke? We're all here because we believe in Usui and like to make his clothes, not yours. Don't you dare meddle in his designs again. You're so You know what's really pathetic. weird about this? Yes, but, but let's hear The Cartoon I Network watermark. Oh, sure. That's sure. He's my brother. He's believed in me and been by my side ever since I started this business. What makes you think I care? If you don't, then I'm out of here. Don't do this. I beg so, you. Honestly, how oh, important yeah. is a psycho yeah. woman to you, You'll see. What's your answer? It's pretty surprising. Let's just forget this happened. Huh. Maybe we can all start again on the right foot. It's okay. I'll just leave. I need a vacation. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. Right? <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> so they, they cut around it and then they just stopped cutting around it. And then just straight yeah. up chest. Yeah. And then, and then she in the, in the dub is just like. 
you get you get some some full on fisheye nudity. That's- it's very surprising. So no, it's a couple of things about this. Like, because first of all, even just the idea that you know what we're we're comfortable with this scene where a lady tears off her clothes and is running around topless for the rest of the scene as long as we can't see it, which that's surprising enough to me as it is. Like I like mm-hmm. I feel like that would probably would have been too far, uh, but. Considering how much deep cut season one and considering all the stuff with the cousins. Yeah. Like it is very surprising that that is the tactic they would use. But then, but then yes, as you said at the end, you don't, again, you don't see nipple, but you see topless fisheye from kind of a mostly from behind, except that you can see Peck. that she's a dude. Yeah. yeah. You could see that there is a flat chest. Well, but you know, you you. I guess it could be an incredibly flatulent lady, but then you wouldn't show that. <laughs> it's very judgmental. Yeah. No, no, I'm, but but you wouldn't show that on television, is what I'm no, saying. No, like it's absolutely does not seem like the thing that they would have shown on Cartoon Network. Yeah, is the the point because we do like. It's so, it's so weird to go through all the trouble and then not. Now hold on. I, I have to actually look at one thing really quick because I just realized something. So that's the that's the original cut. But okay. I don't know if you remember this, uh, but I've mentioned it before. When when they released the book, or the book, the, the show on like DVD, mm-hmm. they uncut everything. Like so that's why in the DVD of even of the Cloverway dub, you see uh, Uranus's butt in that butt scene where 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 she, her clothes disappear. <laughs> okay, and yeah, it looks like they released this scene uncut on the DVD with her as a lady, and you can just see the nipples. Well, that's the thing is like there's a the YouTube video that we're watching has a Cartoon Network watermark, like even on that scene. So it's not like somebody went in and like grabbed it off the DVD and spliced no, it. No, no, yeah, that was recorded off when it aired. But I'm saying when they mm-hmm. released the Cloverway DVD. They all the nudity was restored, and she was still a woman. Very weird. Yeah. All right. So that's what we got going on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's was there. I mean, did you go and look and see if like there was any like parents writing in about this episode? Because this would have no, been pretty check. like post two thousand, right? That that Supers was airing on Cartoon Network. Yeah, I don't know exactly when that was. It, it'll, you know what it'll say? Let's see. List of Sailor Moon episodes. I know that says when they were aired in America. so much time on this. Okay, Jake, yeah, but, t- take, the, take the hammer to it. No, what else? First of all, what else is there to talk about in this episode? Second of all, this is, uh, I think this is what people want to hear, don't you think? I mean, it's interesting. To all me, right, like, There's going to be a lot of dead air in this part, too. Uh, yeah, October 12th, 2000. Huh. Was when it aired. Like in the afternoon? (laughs) (laughs) Presumably, yes. It was a close call. I'm I'm just surprised. Yeah, no, it is. Leah, any thoughts? I I don't know. I feel like this is such a, I don't know, smaller villain comparatively that it might have just kind of slipped beneath notice a single naked chest where there's no nipples. Cause it's not really about the chest. You can, you can show side boobs sometimes, but um, mm-hmm. it's, it's more about the nipple. The nipple is evil. I mean, you're right about television in general, but again, on cartoon network, on children's cartoons, we don't typically see a lot yeah. of side boob. 
<laughs> well, I mean, like, look, the world didn't end. Uh, you know, th- we kept on spinning through the stars. I'm not like I'm not saying go ahead and throw some nudity in your children's cartoons, but obviously it worked out okay. It's just weird. It's weird. I don't know. Maybe cut that entire thing out. I lost track of the point I was trying to no, make. No, this we're no. Don't cut it out. We're exploring what's going on. Okay, so here's the thing we didn't talk about is actually what happened in the scene. So yes. yeah, okay. So he rips off the clothes uh, and basically throws a little fit, kind of going, "I, you know, I'm more important than any of you people. Like I'm the muse." He's he's a diva. Yes, being a diva. The fashion designer comes out and goes, here, I had an idea. Like, check out my new idea. And Fisheye runs over and is like, oh, let's change it like this. The assistant slash boyfriend is like, uh, what? Slash brother, apparently. Slash brother. (laughs) (laughs) Goes, what? Like, you can't. We're we're not here to do your ideas. We're here to do his ideas. So what the fuck? And then Fisheye is like, it's me or him. Either you fire him right now or I'm out. The fashion designer is like, I can't fire him. He's my brother. He's my lover. He's my assistant. And then the assistant is like, you know what? It's more important that you get to keep going. So I'll just quit. And uh, all right, I'm out. And he leaves and uh, Fisheye wins. Yeah, the end. What did we learn, everybody? No, it's the end of that scene. <laughs> and that's why, that's when Fisheye, not only, oh, by the way, and the scene that we talked about where you see Fisheye naked from behind and it's surprising that it aired on TV, that's Fisheye cackling because he won yes literally going like "Ah, i got you to fire your lover it's it's weird this episode's weird yes like everything about this episode is weird accurate what 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 happens after that jordan moving on we cut to yusagi in a shop uh selling the clothes of this uh, designer going absolutely gaga over every outfit flipping out and she's been there for like apparently i don't know like an hour just just going oh my god this one's cute oh my god this one's cute oh my god this one's cute there's actually a pretty great uh usagi is a terrible person without even realizing it moment yes yes (laughs) which is where she's been trying on dresses for like an hour and uh memory's like i'll buy you a dress can we please leave (laughs) and then she's like i don't know I don't need to buy one. I just want to try them on. And like the, uh, the clerk, the, the shop, shop the girl, clerk yeah. is there. like, uh, like mm, that's, that's, that's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> Memoru. This is like the first time that I've actually been like, man, Memoru really sticking it in there. Memoru does then kind of insist. No, no, I'll just, I'll buy you one. And then you he's like, Oh, Oh my God, you do that for me. Uh, and they do and apparently like, yeah, we're like destined lovers. <laughs> You're gonna be queen of the universe. I would I can buy get you that. a present. Yeah. yeah. Except it cleans out his wallet. We we literally get the scene of him looking at his empty wallet his afterwards. Empty sad wallet. I wrote down what, what, what happened to all his dead parent money. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> not multiple cars is what happened. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, I really do like the way that they slide the the uh, the shop clerk into the frame. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's like, "I'm not gonna buy anything." <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty funny. She's very excited. Do we ever see which outfit she gets? I don't remember if we do. Uh, uh, I don't think I don't so. I don't think so. Oh, it's a bummer. None of these. Like again, Leah, I will defer to you on these, but I didn't. I did not think any of the stuff she was trying on looked <laughs> good or decent. It well, looks fun to me. It, it's it's not the most attractive garment necessarily, but like just the colors and the plaid thing, if it is plaid that she's looking at initially. And I don't know. 
it's it's fun. Well, Chris, I got good news for you. Yes. If you didn't like those outfits, mm-hmm. I think the outfits you're going to love are coming uh-huh. up right now. <laughs> oh, great. What are they? Uh, wouldn't you like to be dressed in like a real nice like full suit that looked like you were wearing a giant fish? Mm. <laughs> mm. You know, I think I would. Oh, if there was what, like, a, like a conch shell mm-hmm, that, I could, mm-hmm. that I could dress as, that's yeah. the dream. Or what about like uh, a bunch of fake squid tentacles coming out of your dress and like a big pointy squid head uh, collar, like a Doctor Strange-like collar, but squid head shaped? I only <laughs> have one question for you. Please. Do they have to be fake? <laughs> I really like the one that looks like the shark is eating the lady, but other than that, <laughs> uh more than anything else this if you have never seen this um there is a a comic that is the the premise of the comic is that it's batman's sketchbook from when he was designing his batman costume <laughs> and it came out in the 90s so it's like a bunch of 90s dudes like like what if we you know what if we design batman oh, so that God. you can get like if jim ballant designed batman in that Oh my god! It's pretty great. Uh, like, there's like a Neil Adams Robin in there that's like super weird. But what's it called? Oh god, what is it's called? Like, I want to say it's like called like Dark Knight Fashion or something. Ooh, let's, let's see. see. I want to see that. I know, I do too. It's called uh, Jeepers. Okay, no, this is a column that I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just found an article on Newsarama called uh the 10 worst batman costumes of all time uh and i don't want to like look i don't want to pull rank as the world's foremost batmanologist i've been in this game <laughs> i've been in this game 13 years uh this article is bullshit <laughs> batman 1 million is a dope design uh but yeah i can't i can't find it i'll try and remember what it's actually called it's yeah. okay uh i'll figure it out i've got it somewhere all right i think we got to give up on it yeah. Okay. yeah. So anyway, we can see a bunch of fish eyes designs. They're not great. Well, they're they're designs that they collaborated on. Oh, they're great. We're the act oh. break, buddy. <laughs> hey, Jordan, we're in the yeah, act I, break now. It was no warning, apparently, but yes, we gotta keep this moving. <laughs> uh, Jordan, if people want to keep yes. us moving uh, monetarily, like keep keep me moving around my apartment that I can afford. <laughs> How exactly can they go about that? They can go to patreon.com slash sailor business where they can support us as patrons for as little as $1 a month and for as much as $27,945 a month. And you, okay, do you still think you would keep your job if we were getting $29,000 a month? (laughs) I love my job, Chris. I don't, I, okay, sure, sure, why not? Jordan loves his job, everybody. Yeah, I'm not one of these people. This is actually – I got into a big conversation with people recently where – about the idea of uh, of uh, that if, if they had enough money – like, and this – I'm not going to say who, but I was talking to like comic book writers that people would have heard of and some of them were going, yeah, if I had enough money, I would just stop and you'd never hear from me again. And I was like, what? That was me. It was on this show. No, but like multiple people, not just you. Yeah, man. My dream is to like live in a lighthouse, like Excalibur. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! You know yeah. nothing about Excalibur, Chris? Yeah, I never read it. I bought it twice. 
the whole run. <laughs> Read it. It's amazing. I don't have it anymore. I got rid of it when I moved. You piece of garbage. <laughs> a very extreme reaction. Because you, Chris, that's like if I was like, yeah, what is Batman? Like, what is he like punch uh, mimes or something? And you'd be like, no. <laughs> I mean that's not inaccurate. I'd probably be like, yeah, actually, that is a that is a uh, a component of many stories. <laughs> he does in fact have a villain named Mime. Oh, she's in the Lego Batman movie. All right, well there you go. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Uh, during this act break, please please support us on Patreon. Uh, we, we're happy for all of our listeners. Uh, obviously, if it, like Chris said last week, if it is around tax time, you know, do what you can. If you can't do it right now, that's fine. But you can support us. Fifteen dollars a month gets you a Sailor Business pin, and we're going to work on the new pin very soon. We'll have a new pin to choose from. Yeah. Also, like obviously, we we count on your support. We depend on your support. We appreciate your your support. But we also like. Look, we all know how it is. If you need to drop that pledge, if you can only pledge for for two months or three months, uh, then then that's also fine. Like we we appreciate any amount that you can give if you can give. Yes, is I guess what I'm saying. Uh, and otherwise, we appreciate you listening either way. There is another thing you can do to support us, which is ask us questions on Twitter for us to do in our Twitter questions segment, which begins now. That's more supporting you. Than supporting well, half the questions are always about fucking wrestling, and that does not support me. <laughs> I don't think we. I mean, that's like you could very easily learn about it. I, I mean, you know, that's like me saying, "What is Excalibur time. in the lighthouse?" I don't have time for it. We're, wrestling. That's where like people prance around, right? In in tights, right? Okay, perfect. Again, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's not accurate. <laughs> I don't think it's fully accurate, but you're not wrong. Um, Hey, CJ Crowell just asked us a really, really important question. Which of the Sailor Scouts do you think would vape? <laughs> Mina. Mina, yes. Yeah, there yeah, you go. For sure. Mina. I mean, Mercury Bubbles is kind of vaping. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's kind of the world's most elaborate vape trick. I mean, wouldn't, I, I, I mean, Sailor Uranus, no? No. No? No. No, okay. Not cool enough. Uh, by which I mean vaping is not cool enough. Yeah, there we go. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Uh, press down to Orb wants to know sailor coffee preferences. Ooh, um, well, Usagi is going to be like full on like Frappuccino. I was just going to oh, say yeah. really elaborate Starbucks drinks. She Instagrams it. Um, she gets pissed when they put the sticker on the siren logo because it messes up her Instagram shot. <laughs> what do you Did think? you guys? What name okay. do you think that gets written on there when she goes to Starbucks? Because they don't write Usagi. They probably write Serena. <laughs> Serena. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Um, did you guys try? This was a while ago, but at Halloween, did you guys try the zombie frappuccinos? Uh, no. I tried the Dracula one they had last year. Because that oh, was that's right. Because my alley, they had zombie in some places and Dracula in, some, in other places. Yeah, they had zombies no, up here. It was pretty good. I, I mean, it was like pure sugar, but it was great. I yes. I tried the unicorn one. <laughs> oh, I tried yeah, the unicorn one too, and that one was like just sugar. <laughs> yeah, it was It was almost undrinkable because it was like something incredibly sweet, but it also had this um, ridiculously sour, painfully sour syrup, oh. like blueberry syrup on the inside, yeah. or blue raspberry yeah. or something. And that was what gave it the swirl. So it would be just sugar, 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 and then this thing that was so sour, it would make my eyes water. 
That is pretty funny. So that's what that's what Chibi drinks. Yes, yes. Because I don't believe there was coffee in that. It was just a no. frozen, yeah, like, yeah. Drink. Just a monstrosity of high fructose yeah. corn syrup. Yeah. <laughs> um, do any of them drink black coffee? Ray. Ray. I think Ray drinks black coffee when she's around the others, but then she'll like yes. totally like swing by Starbucks and <laughs> be like, "Yo, can I get that caramel that. Throat, please?" Yeah. <laughs> she she drinks black coffee in public. Um, for for her image she's got a brand to maintain but when she's at home she uses like coffee mate huh uh i think uh i think jupiter makes espresso like i think she has an espresso machine oh really uh, or like yeah because i think it's like a like a a weirdly elaborate thing is what i think she would have she's a cook but yeah. not like not like super sugary but like what about yeah. a french press I oh. think she definitely has a fridge yeah. or an AeroPress. Yeah. Uh, probably. Or or Chemex. She's probably got a Chemex. I mean, if we're talking about, like, methods, then Amy definitely has a Keurig. No, no. I don't think she would because they're, they're not good for the environment. And Yeah, they're not good for the environment, and they also don't taste as good. She probably has, like, a drip machine, and she takes it with, like, a little bit of almond milk. No sweetener. Yeah, uh, yeah but I think it's definitely, like, on study nights – I, I don't think she drinks coffee regularly, but like on study nights, she's like, "Oh, I need to yeah. power through these math problems." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, how how do you guys take your coffees? I I like a a sugary coffee drink. I like like a like a frappuccino every now and then. I used to um go to Starbucks and uh and work sometimes, and they used to have a thing where it's like every if you had like the rewards card, it was like every tenth visit or whatever. You, you would get the uh, the free drink. Mm-hmm. And so I had uh, one of the baristas was like, hey, I will like write down what you need to order for like the most elaborate like caramel uh, frappuccino. And that's what I would always get on my free one. But the rest of the time I would just get black with sugar. That's funny. <laughs> I, I do no sugar, but a little bit of half and half. I do no sugar, but a lot of milk. Like, <laughs> like, so it's like cafe au lait, but no sugar. Yeah, yeah. I, I found that um, drinking dairy in the morning just did not agree with me. Like my breath was bad all day mm. and like it would it would stick in my throat. So like even now, like if I go and I get a uh, like a latte, I'll get like coconut milk because hmm. uh, that tends yeah, to yeah. not be so bad for me. Coffee. Yeah. What else we got here? Uh, did we already? I, I feel like we might have already done this question. Um, not literally this question, but like the, this general question, which is uh, Rebecca uh, Roland asking, uh, if the scouts started their own podcast, what would they talk about? Well, it would be called Sailor Business. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. that's no, that's interesting. I didn't think of it. You, you're, yeah, if we're talking about the scouts, all five of them are on a podcast together. Okay, that would be a weird podcast. First yeah, of all, a podcast with five voices is bad. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. Like, as a group, what would their podcast be about? Because individually, I think it would be easier to assign, like, they all have their different tastes and interests, that kind of thing. Then let's do both. Let's do both. So individually... It would be the worst actual play RPG podcast. Oh, (laughs) Individually, obviously, we'd have MathCast with Amy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, apparently there's there's new numbers cropping up all the time. That's what I learned last time we talked about this. I, I, idle cast, idle business with the Mina. Uh-huh. I think Ray would do like a meditation one. Really? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I think so. It, it's the only thing that I like. I don't think that she would would talk all of that all that much. But I think that she would do like guided meditation and be like 
a little a little dommy about it you know (laughs) do you think this podcast would get listened to for the wrong reasons yeah i do like yeah yeah, wellness and meditation but it would have this undercurrent of like you need to focus yes (laughs) yeah do you think that uh makoto would do like a wrestling podcast or a cooking podcast i think makoto would do like a like you write in uh, with like recipes and tips and she reads them, but it, it invariably like gets sidetracked into boys <laughs> or, or, or girls like, oh. or, or other people, <laughs> like someone who reminds her of her, her old senpai. Now, Usagi mm-hmm. is the toughest one. It, there would be half an episode. It would never be released. Right, like she would never do it. Yeah. She would never do Maybe it. Maybe a manga it, it would be. Yeah. Yeah. It, it could be that, or it could also be like a shopping thing where, She's like, here's the the cute thing that I I saw at this store. I, I wish I had money to get it or something like that. You know, like she would try and, and build up her brand so that people were sending her free stuff. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, speaking of, get in touch <laughs> if you have any presents. Oh, I should say, uh, we did get something. What? What did we get? Uh, well, I got it. Oh. But it was addressed to both of us. But it's only one thing, so it's mine. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Leanne Centaur uh, sent us a copy of the new uh, Kitty Honey manga uh, awesome. to read because uh, uh, she is now working um, with, uh, I think it's um, 7C is the publisher on that one. Nice. So uh, if you want to support uh, former Sailor Moon novelist and friend of the show, Leanne Centaur, and and get some good, uh, now that now that Go Nagai is super hot because everybody loves that Devilman show, <laughs> uh, go get, uh, go get uh, this new Kitty Honey Go-Go book. Uh, I, I'm excited about reading through it because I actually do like Kitty Honey quite a bit. So now, now the tough part: if all five scouts were in one podcast, what would it be? Bad actual play. That's what you think they would really do? Yes, yes, absolutely. I think I think Ray would try to run the game. Sure. I think Ami would be playing like out of a sense of obligation. <laughs> <laughs> Mina would be into it, but like too into it. Usagi would be like trying to like Usagi is absolutely like I would attack. She she would lose focus. She's trying to attack the other other players. <laughs> She's that kind of player. Wait, so you think it would be like an RPG thing, like Critical Role or something yeah. like that? Yeah, like like Adventure Zone, or but but very bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I could see that. I, I yeah, I wouldn't know what else they would all they could all get on the same page about. I've been listening to this podcast called Cocaine and Rhinestones lately. Uh, that's about the history of country music, which is great. <laughs> it's uh, it's Tyler Mahanko, who's David Allen Coe's son, if that means anything to any country music fans in the audience, because I'm sure there's a lot of overlap. I've heard of of that, of, of David Allen Coe, but I don't know his music. I would love to hear, like, Minako's super in-depth, granular History of Idols podcast. <laughs> In fact, I would like to hear that in the real world if anyone's doing it. I mean, probably not in the style you want it to be done. <laughs> probably not. All right, so I think that's going to be it. We're, let's let's get out of this act break. Let's get back into some okay. show. <laughs> this just came to me. Uh, Chibi would have a podcast about horses and ponies. Like, it would just be her talking about horses. Do you think she watches MLP? <laughs> yes, yes. Hardcore, okay. yes. And we're back. And now we get to see the aquatic life dresses fully realized. 
Leah, would you wear any of these dresses? Okay, no, <laughs> but I I really do appreciate their existence. Like I I like looking at them, and these would be great theatrical costumes. They're great, you know, for stage. Would I? be in public in one of these no no <laughs> well you know who else doesn't like them is the entire crew his entire staff <laughs> the full staff quits <laughs> yeah they're out they, they're they're out gone i feel like that's so cold though this has got to be a group of people that's worked with him for so long oh, yeah. and and the moment he you know veers off track a little okay wait i take it back that that yellow and black dress i would wear that I, oh yeah I would. Let me see. I would look like a big old fish. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What I like, I'll tell you the one thing I do think is kind of fun about them because listen, they're not great, but I like the, I like (laughs) the fact that a lot of them, uh, the, um, either the lapels or the shoulders or, or the, 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 the chest area is made to be the head of the fish, which requires like one brooch off to the side being the fish's eye. And that's kind of yeah. a fun thing. It's like, it is. it's like, Oh, that's kind of neat. <laughs> but I still don't think anybody should wear these. <laughs> <laughs> so they all quit. Uh, and yeah, meanwhile, they're, fish eyes like, gone. yeah. Who cares about them? They, they're all a bunch of assholes. They don't like fish dresses. Like, that's dumb. They don't yeah. understand you. <laughs> I, do, I do actually kind of like that uh, yellow and black one. Right? Right? It's, it's pretty dope. Yeah. So uh, he, the fashion designer, he wants oh, to be alone. Oh, guys, I'm sorry. Just cosplayers, you guys should really be making these dresses in cosplay. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I would love to see these in real life. How amazing would that be? How amazing? Yes, quite good. Okay. Some deep cut uh, cosplay. So cut to he. So he leaves very emotional, and Fish Eye is like, "Artists are so fickle." And then we get to see him angrily swinging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a standing just, swing, which I was like, "Is that a thing?" No, he's just standing on a regular swing. I don't know about it's that so because low to the ground. Yeah, when we see it later, he steps off of it. It's very low to the ground. I mean, I thought it was low to the ground because it's for babies. Uh, but I mean, maybe it is a standing swing. I don't know. Let me, let let me Google that. that. <laughs> More Google action. Standing swing. He's got he's got a rough he's got a rough outfit on. He's got some very tight uh pale pink pants with a like pale lavender shirt with a Nehru collar and like kind of like hidden buttons. It's not good and it's very puffy. It's not good. It is a bad. It looks like <laughs> swings are a thing, but they're not like a huge thing. Like, it, I'm definitely seeing swings that are made to be stood on, but it's not like a huge selection. <laughs> so, since coincidence is the engine that uh, drives the show, uh, Usagi's walking by. Mm-hmm. Is she walking by? Or I thought she was like creeping in the bushes to spy on him. No, because she she's I think she's creeping in the bushes for unknown reasons. Yeah, but she's very surprised to see. Oh him, yeah, the, what I is think. that expression on her face when she goes? It's creeping. Right, it's really weird. Like she's definitely canon creeping in the bushes. That looks hilarious. Oh, yeah, it's great. She's creep. She's weird. Wait a minute. What is she wearing? Is this the outfit? What the hell is she doing here? That she just yeah. bought. Mm. I can't tell. It's Surely a little it's funky. Not. It's a, It's got a lot of color. What does it say on her shirt? I'm trying to figure that out myself. There's a lot of colors on this. It might be because it might be his name. Oh. oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah this is, it's this is the outfit that Mamoru bought her. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and this scene is fucking hilarious. I just remembered how funny this scene is. Okay. Yeah, she's so crazy. she runs up to him. He hasn't said a word yet. Like she's just coming up, like, "Oh my god, I love you. You're just, you're the best." The, you, I went to your show. It was fucking amazing. Uh, that wedding dress at the end was the coolest thing in the world. And oh my god, I do have something I need to ask you. And then she looks around, like creepiest, like look around, like, well, is nobody going to see this?" And she goes, "I have a request. <laughs> I want. I want, please don't think. Please don't think I'm shameless for asking this. But I've got nothing to lose." I want you to make my wedding dress for free. <laughs> Listen, it'll be great exposure. I'm going to be the universe, so attendance will be mandatory. I mean, listen, generally exposure is not good, but this in this case, that is actually a pretty good point. I mean, I mean, listen, you should make it for free anyway if you're really passionate about fashion. That is actually what the lesson is. People like you who don't want to make stuff for free are what's giving fashion a bad name. So... So then he doesn't answer, and then she freaks out because she's she realizes that he's judging her for having yeah. no shame, and she goes, "You just were thinking that, weren't you?" And he's like, "No, I mean, yeah, a little bit." <laughs> and she's so upset, she starts like freaking out and crying. No, no, I said not to judge me. Oh no! But listen, I had nothing to lose. Like, well, I, I had to ask. And by the end, he's like, "Yeah, I actually kind of want to make you a free wedding dress at this point." And then he literally says, oh, my God, I want to design your wedding dress. I forgot what it felt like to want to design something. Oh, and he also recognizes that she's wearing um, one of his outfits. Yes, yes. He lost the soul of fashion. Chris is like, but now he's getting Like, remember when, the other day when you said you were just doing this for the money? Yeah. <laughs> you forgot yeah. what it was like to want to talk about Sailor Moon. Yeah, still don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Still having a lot of trouble with the, the decisions in my life that have led me to, to this point. He's he's stoked. He's he's back in the game. He's he's, he's a real John Wick right now because he's what? thinking he's back. Wait, he's gonna he's gonna make more clothes for revenge. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Is there any other motivation for doing something creative? Because I have never felt it. I've I never knew that was the reason. Out of revenge. <laughs> He asks Usagi, "Why you? Why do you like the clothes I design?" And she's like, "I, I don't know. Like they're cute, and I just like them, and uh, that's enough." And then he's like, "Yeah, you know what? That's true. Yeah, you gotta like what you like. You got it, Usagi. You did it." She used her true power, which is friendship. <laughs> this is not really friendship. This is just liking something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I also feel uh, like how old is she here? She's fifteen or so. She's, I think she's 15. 15. Right? Yeah, yeah, she has turned 15 at this point. Yeah, so maybe she doesn't necessarily have like the couture lexicon required of, you know, what he's looking for. He's not going to get it from a 15-year-old girl. But then she's like she is like but if you're upset, kind of sounds like you might want to design a wedding dress for somebody for free. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> It's pretty funny. It's a it's a very funny scene. Uh, I do like this Agreed. scene a lot. Is this the part where she mentions having a boyfriend? Well, she brings it up before when he's like, "Is that an outfit that I design?" And she's like, "Yeah, um, Mama got it for me." Oh, and right. then later, when they're on the bench, he he says, "Is this, so?" Is that the one that the dress the, is for? And yeah, I was yeah. like, 
no, it's for me. Like, what? He's not going <laughs> to. What? <laughs> he already has formal wear. <laughs> That's very true. But it's canonical. He's He's got it taken care of. So, hey, um, it's still fine that they're taking baths together, right? Like, uh, Usagi and Chibiusa? That's not weird. Oh, yeah. That we do cut to them in a bath. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, it's her daughter, kind of. I mean, yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm not saying it's, like, creepy. I just think it's a little weird. No, it's definitely weird. Look, it's definitely weird. Although, again, I don't know. It, it's not. It's. I don't think it's weird. And it's also, like, pretty customary um in in bathhouses and stuff for for people to to take baths together like that they also um, might not be taking a bath together in the sense that they're not sharing a bath yeah chibi is washing herself off um she's on like the little stool so she might have already taken her bath come out and it's now <laughs> rinsing off with the the shower thing and she's just taking the opportunity to spray usagi it's just that ever since that one where the luna pee pops up <laughs> yeah and Chibius is secretly in the bathtub. Yeah, it's a little like it. It's always a little worrisome for me. I don't know. After watching Ranma, this is like any bath scene seems so innocent. Th- this seems yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ranma has a lot of bath scenes, Chris. <laughs> a, a lot of bath scenes. Oh, well, hang on, I'm gonna go watch it right now. <laughs> yep. You got me. Well, do you know the plot? Do you uh, know the plot of Ranma? Yeah, there's a the spring of the drowned girl, right? And. Dude falls in and then he turns into a a, a lady. Yeah, sometimes. so cold water turns him into a lady. Hot also, water turns him back into a boy. It's like Turbo Teen. That I don't know. You know, Turbo Teen turns into a car, right? There's yeah. no drowned car. <laughs> he turns into a car, but it's when he gets like excited. Oh, uh, and, but then cold water turns him back into a teen, and so the gag of the show is that his girlfriend's always trying to wash the car. <laughs> Turbo Teen needs a reboot. That's very straight funny, up, actually, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, all right, so so uh, Chibi keeps spraying him because she or spraying Yusaki because she doesn't believe at first that she's she's like yeah he's gonna make me a wedding dress and Chibi's like bullshit yeah then I love this because we cut back to him and he like the fashion designer and he's back in his office and he's looking at all the designs of like weird fish dresses he's like what the fuck is this <laughs> garbage he throws it all did I draw this and then he kicks Fish Eye out he's like you know what. It's probably best if you just uh, go go. And then Fisheye is like, well, actually, I'm going to one, two, three you. Yeah. And again, actually, let me point this out one more time, just because it's relevant every single time to point out that was all pointless. Yeah. Yeah. What was the reason? I mean, at least at least this kind of makes sense in that, like. This is this is something that uh, Fisheye right. interested the, 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 in. Mimet style. This is like Mimet going like, "Oh, yes. I'm I'm into this, this guy." Is, so this is very Mimet. Yeah, it, it, there was no reason for that. That was so. That was literally all just Fisheye going, "Hey, I am an inspiration to a fashion designer I like, and I'm a model now. Like, I'm gonna leave this Amazon thing behind." Oh, that's not gonna work. Okay, one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so again, coincidence. Uh, Chibiusa and Usagi show up. No, is no, there, that's not a coincidence. Is there because a he was invited to come to his studio, and because Chibi didn't believe her, um, Usagi oh, okay. brought her along. Right like, I'll show you. This guy invited me to a studio. He's going to design my wedding dress. So, so let's go barge in in the middle of the night. <laughs> yes, yeah, why not? Why we not? just got out of the bath. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Moon's double transformation happens. Moon crisis uh-huh. makeup. They switch over. 
And this is, this is not a first, but I think it's the first in a while, right? That we get a monster who's a direct sequel to a previous monster. Oh, yeah. Is this the first time this has happened? Surely it's not. I can't remember. Maybe. No, yeah. Like, they're related. Like, aren't they cousins or something? Or. And they and they reference it. It's it it's like it's like, hey, remember the la- remember a uh, hot air balloon monster? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh well guess what? It's Beach Ball Monster. Uh and Hot Air Balloon Monster was my cousin. Which is kind of great. She she was just a regular balloon, right? E- okay. Yeah, that's right. She was not a hot air balloon. She was a regular she was a balloon. Balloon monster. She actually remember looked like a lady and then all of a sudden turned into a ball uh, towards the end, and it was like, wait, what? Or was it vice versa? No, it was vice versa. Yeah, it was the other way around because she started out looking just like a a big old rotund, you know, balloon and almost got the best of Sailor Moon. Um, Although, you know, not really because this is Sailor Moon. But uh, and then when she was stabbed by Tuxedo Mask, um, she or Mamo uh, deflated into a woman. What kind of woman would you say that uh, Balloon Monster had at first? What kind of what? What kind of dumper? <laughs> I, I wouldn't even call this one a husky dumper because it was just like <laughs> she just perfect sphere, just a spherical form. So this monster comes wait, out. Wait, this wait, 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 wait. There's a seal. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm waiting. I'm you waiting. Skip to the part where Fisheye criticizes their mini skirts. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually great when Fisheye goes. Like, you guys aren't worried about jumping around in those miniskirts all the time? <laughs> Says the person dressed in, like, a fish outfit. Well, she's wearing her, like, weird parka thing that she wears. Not parka, like, uh, insulated. It does look like it. it yeah, it looks like a, a puffy ski jacket, right, right. but all the way down. It's it's a full body bubble goose. Yes. <laughs> um. Anyway, so then then she summons the uh, the the sea lion trickster. Well, yeah. Okay, so a monster shows up, but instead of a monster coming out, it's a weirdly realistic seal. Uh, yes. No, it's just a seal. Like, I don't know why you're pretending it's not a... That's a seal. No, but it's not drawn in the style of Sailor Moon. What? Like, it doesn't... Like, what? it doesn't... Like, if Luna... Okay, if Luna and Artemis are meant to be cats, this is not that... This is a more realistic oh, seal. Oh, you mean... Yeah, because it's not as, like anthropomorphized as yes. well, the cat right but it's it looks like the lion that showed up that one time or the stuff like that yeah i guess i guess okay so a seal shows up and in what is probably the best moment of this episode uh usagi goes this is not the usual pattern <laughs> <laughs> which, which is extremely funny <laughs> uh because then it turns out that the seal is not the monster the beach ball is the monster yes. and the beach ball is like hey uh, balloon monster was my cousin and i'm out for revenge <laughs> and then also <laughs> which is pretty sweet. i also like that yeah. fish eye jumps away through the hoop and the seal bites her <laughs> and goes with her the seal tries to eat the fish understandably yes mm-hmm. yeah Good this guess. is a great episode oh, like... the, okay look I will <laughs> it's, say it's a great moment. the more i'm watching it and the more we can focus on stuff that's not like the the stereotypical you know plot uh, deceptiveness and the and the rep- the better this episode is i may have misjudged this episode a little too harshly <laughs> but 
but I, you know, all the all the the standard fisheye uh, caveats still apply. I think, but it's not as it's not as bad as the I. The fight have made is a me. billion times better than last episode's fight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I love the beach ball monster. It's weird. It's weird as shit. And you know what else is yeah. amazing, Chris? After the beach yes. ball monster clobbers the girls a couple times, the beach ball monster goes out to the middle of the floor and sits there, and then all of a sudden. What's great is the tuxedo mask music starts playing and the beach ball's like, what, what's that? What's what? <laughs> so now we know that's diegetic. <laughs> what's all this music? <laughs> and after like a few seconds, finally a rose comes in and pops him. Mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. Him, her, him, her, her, him. Wait, the ball, the ball. Oh, I thought it was a woman. Osagi refers uh, to the beach ball as him. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, for for what that's worth, yeah, it's a ball. Like it's <laughs> yeah. a ball. Yeah. I mean, okay, but when it, all right, whatever. Uh, it does seem I, to be lady shaped, kind womanly of womanly. Sort of yeah. I was really hoping that would be it. Like that would be the end of this monster. That they don't have to do the <laughs> real attack. <laughs> Uh, instead, they play, they play, they bounce it around a little bit because it's a beach ball. Uh, it's going to get confiscated if you take that into and Monday then Raw. Pegasus has to get involved. And then Pegasus gets involved. Moon Gorgeous Meditation happens. Still, Moon Gorgeous Meditation, still dope. <sighs> it's still fine. good as hell. It's fine. <laughs> it's so good, though. Jordan. It's, it's not so as good. good as Spiral Heart Attack. I think, like, like, in terms of the uh, until like the kaleidoscope stuff starts, I think it's better. I really do. I think it's the best looking attack. It looks badass. Yeah. Uh, stage out. Yep. The end. And then they then they wake up the the dude, uh, and he's fine. And he, oh, and as always, as literally always on this show, when a creative person is saved, he gets a good look at her so that he can be inspired by her. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That is just like we are. Well, sure. So at this point, let's see. Sailor Moon has had uh, songs written about her, paintings mm-hmm. painted about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? What else? Uh, the songs and the paintings are the big ones that I remember. Yeah, that's all I can. Uh, did, did, oh, did the um... writer ended up writing oh, writer about? Wrote about um, yep, yeah. Did the animator not about, not about Usagi, but about Pegasus, right? Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. Did, did the animator like cuz the animator was working on Sailor V. Did she did she get inspired to do some uh some Sailor Moon related animation on that show? I can't remember. I wouldn't be surprised. The uh the T person became inspired to do Sailor T stuff. Remember that? <laughs> the no. little tea tea master boy who dressed up as a sailor scout at the end and is doing like the tea ceremony Aww. in sailor uniforms. It was crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and so they're at another fashion show. He just has fashion shows all the time, this guy in the park. Uh, it's fashion yeah. week. Oh, okay. But it's just this guy. It's, it's, it's you fashion week, man. Yeah. What, what can I tell you? And first uh, <laughs> a a Fashion comes out uh, an outfit that is inspired by Sailor Moon, a little mini skirt, almost sailorish, large boots, uh, hair tied up. That I that I think is a pretty good, like that that could work. 
It's cute. It's, it's super the best cute. Outfit he's done. Yeah, cute. The the the, the, the yes. really this tall wedding dress is an I'll tell you, the really tall pink boots. I don't think go with it. Uh, uh, but then all of a sudden we see a wedding dress, and the person wearing the dress is a blonde lady whose hair is, you know, kind of vaguely Sailor Moon styled. Uh, not exact, but close. And Yusagi's like, that's my wedding dress. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Ooh, don't like it? It's, it's I, bad. I mean, Leah, Leah, I will, I will defer again to your uh, evaluation. But so geez, this, this dress I actually don't like because it is, is also just so rotund. It is like a yeah. ball of fabric. It looks like a cotton ball with, you know, the suggestion of a woman coming up out of the top of it. So I'm not as much a fan of this one. It looks like a cake. Yes. It's got like the weird little roses, like pit. it looks like a cake and a couch made, <laughs> made love under a beautiful full moon. Well, and then nine months later, this dress was born. This show has a history of doing terrible wedding dresses, if you remember. Oh, yeah. There was the wedding yeah. dress competition episode, which was oof, bad. Yeah. Was she inspired by Sailor Moon to do anything? I can't remember, but I wouldn't be surprised. Again, it's yeah, it's a toughie. Um, there are oh, by the way. Uh, Luna is at this thing with Usagi. Uh, Artemis is at this with Mina. No sign of Diana. Yeah. You remember that scene in Dark Knight Returns where Carrie Kelly's parents are smoking weed because they're hippies? Uh, and they go, didn't we have a kid? <laughs> that's, that's Luna and Artemis in this season. <laughs> it's like somebody thought Diana was going to be a really cool idea, and then they did two episodes of Diana, and it was not a cool idea, <laughs> which it wasn't. And so they just decided, yeah, phase her out. Back yeah. To, back to the future with you. The end. All right. So now it's time for us to talk about what we've learned from this episode of Sailor Moon. It's time for Sailor Business Says. Uh, Leah, we'll start with you. What did you learn from, from this episode? That you can pair pink with primary colors as long as there's an, a pink accent in the outfit, like what we just saw. You guys didn't like the pink boots, but I do. I see it. All right. Jordan? I learned that it is universally agreed that fish clothes are ugly. <laughs> Ouch. Like there is not a single person who thinks fish clothes are ugly or good looking, except fish that are turned into people. <laughs> spoilers. Oh, spoilers. How, how you doing, Chris? What, what, what you <laughs> uh, I learned that uh, sometimes if uh, someone that you're working for starts hanging out with someone new and they change the creative direction, bail. Do, the, <laughs> yeah. do not. Do not waste a second on your loyalty. Get out. <laughs> en masse. Power to the laborers. Retake the streets. Wow. <laughs> intense. I'm an intense man. It's all true. So yeah, like I said, in retrospect, honestly, like, fisheye plots are kind of poison for me now. Like, after the episode about the dude who 100% believes in fairies. Because you, cause you, um, you don't believe in fairies so hard that it ruins it. Right. I'm like you with crystals. <laughs> I also don't believe in fairies. Let me make that clear. <laughs> no, it, it's just that like I get I get so focused in like the idea of fish eye being a, like embodying all the stereotypes of uh of gay men, of of trans people, like that it's frustrating to even have them around sometimes. Uh and I think again, like this, you know, 
he's he's a, a deceiver and he's a diva and it plays in a lot of those but at the same time i think the episode itself if you can get past that watching it again with you guys was a lot more fun than when i was watching it alone this morning yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it has nuance and it has some funny layers to it a couple moments that are so self-aware and that that's redeeming slightly yeah. doesn't make it less problematic but it does make it watchable yeah i think that's i think that's exactly it like it's again you know there's there's nothing wrong with acknowledging the problems in, in media you consume especially when yeah. it's 25 years old yeah uh this this show can rent a car wow <laughs> but but Damn. yeah like i think that's a a good thing to to acknowledge but again if you can move past it i think there's at least something decent about this episode wait yeah chris yeah hang on hang on hang on yes that's the 1990 was the american date N- n- wait what do you what do you Wasn't mean it? 1990 was not the american date of anything oh no what when did it air in america 90 2000 all right yes i'm sorry yeah okay phew sorry i got confused <laughs> i got confused yeah you all right there buddy no man no i was super confused but i'm all right now <laughs> Hey, it'll be okay. We'll get through it together. Uh, but yeah, Leah, any any other thoughts on the episode? I, I, we're going to see fish fashion make a comeback. Where we're, what? It, it has not seen its its final day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fish fashion is forever. Fish fashion is the streets. <laughs> fish fashion for the people. All right. Uh, well, you know what? When when you when when you show up at a convention wearing that yellow uh, yellow and black fish dress, I will be very <laughs> impressed. I would love to see it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I want it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for being on the show. Of course. Thanks for having me. It was me. a pleasure. But in the, before you go, can you tell everyone where they can find you on the internet? Yeah, they can find me. I hang out on Twitter a lot. Uh, my username I've had since I was like 13 or 14. It is my monster is chic, C-H-I-C. But if you search Leah Williams, you'll find me. I See, I... Uh, understand not wanting to change your your old name that you've had for a long time because mine is still <laughs> crackshot with a zero for an o as well so you can find jordan what's the, what's the origin of that one more that time? is my uh my superhero that i pretended to be when i was a child oh and specifically that with a zero for an o actually that part wasn't in the superhero it was just crackshot the zero for an o is because when i went on aol for the first time in 1994 probably when i was 14 that's what I could get is cracked up with a zero for an O. So that's yeah, yeah. the one I stuck with. Uh, you can find me on Twitter for that. You can find our producer, Jake Mason on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. He does a lot of podcasts, uh, including cow farming. What's yep. that? C- cow farming with Jake. <laughs> J- JJ's dairy farm. <laughs> no, he does real ones. He does podcasts about things like Pokemon and Power Rangers and James Bond and uh, rebooting old properties and Kingdom Hearts, and they are all very interesting. That's true. How about you, Chris? Uh, you can find me by going to the-isb.com. That's my old blog, now a homepage, that can direct you to all the columns that I write around the web, all the comics that you can get on Amazon and at your local comic book store. Hey, uh, Darkhawk's out next month. Read Darkhawk. Yes. Also, I got a new podcast about the Bible. It's called Apocrypals. Uh, if you like this show, you'll like it. I'm almost positive. That's going to be it for episode 140. Join us next week. We'll have a new guest, uh, a new fun time. I hope 
uh, with, oh no. Okay, everybody, it's what? a Mina spotlight. That's going to be great. Mina's wonderful. <laughs> Mina spotlight episodes historically are not rewarding to watch. Maybe um, the nurse one. Maybe. I'm sure it's going to be good. The nurse one was great, actually. Yes. Episode 141, which is called Storm of Love, Minako's Grand Two-Timing Plan. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. That's a fair statement at all. She's right. You've gone too far. I'm leaving. I'm not your pincushion.